What I'm going to share now is a very personal story. Some 30 years ago, the Lord said to me, the mantle that was on him is now upon you. And he was referring to a teacher under whose ministry I'd sat for some years. His mantle to teach had been removed and given to me. And the way it happened was this. He'd been challenged by God. The cost, he said, was too great. I watched as the fellowship got smaller and smaller and eventually closed. Ichabod, the Gloria has departed, was written over the door. Eventually the church closed and he moved away. This may come as a shock to you, but it is possible to lose the call and the spiritual gift bestowed upon us if we lose momentum and cease to walk in step with the Spirit. If we drop out of the race, he steps in and removes the gift. It was his in the first place and he takes it back. When he does, the light goes out. Revelation 2, 4 and 5, the church at Ephesus. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you've left your first love. Remember therefore where you have fallen and repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. Ephesus had been commended for its works and discernment, but the thing God had against it was it had left its first love, walked away, honeymoon over, love called. She just didn't love him anymore. How it works out is that the things of the earth and this life become more important to us than God himself and the advancement of the kingdom in our lives. Husband, wife, children, job, people, friends, money, possessions, position and power, the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches, the Bible calls them, spoil the crop. Nothing wrong with any of these so long as they don't have you, you have them. But when they exert more influence over you than he does, it will affect something negatively. In this case, it was the person's gifting and ability to lead others into the truth, his mantle that was removed. He continued to teach, but it was lifeless, the word without the spirit. This is not, I emphasise, about loss of salvation, but loss of usefulness in the kingdom. I've known other instances too where the light of the spirit has been removed God is not capricious, he really doesn't change his mind, but we can disqualify ourselves. We lose our usefulness by our own choices. And before you ask, what about Romans 11 then? 11.29 to be precise, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. I did ask him, and he said to me, he wasn't talking about spiritual gifts, so I had a little look. And in context, this passage refers to Israel and the covenants and promises he made to them. Why am I telling you this? When he calls us into something, he is serious about it. And he wants us to take it seriously too. This is kingdom business. And it is not how you start, but how you finish. 1 Corinthians 9, 26 and 27, the message. I don't know about you, but I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No sloppy living for me. I'm staying alert and in top condition. I'm not going to get caught napping, telling everyone else about it and then missing out on it myself. Paul takes the analogy of a runner in a race and speaks of going for it as after the prize. He constantly referred to the Christian journey of a, as a race to which we need to apply ourselves. God is serious about his kingdom coming in our lives. Let's face it, we keep asking for it. 
thy kingdom come. And because of this, there will be challenges along the way to lose more and more of ourselves and the things we hold dear in this life so we can receive more of him. And if there is a call on your life, you will do well to protect it by making the right choices when the time comes, by putting the king and his kingdom first, or you may find yourself disqualified too. Disqualified meaning ordered to stand aside so someone else gets the crown that was intended for you, the one God wanted you to have. Have a look at 1 Corinthians nine twenty-five to 27 about that. He never ever changes and in these coming days and months we will be seeing a different face to our Lord and Saviour as the battle of the universe hots up and he presents himself as Jehovah Sabaoth, the warrior king. There is going to be a collision of light and darkness, the light of which, like of which the world has never seen before Jesus comes. Now is the time to make the decision on where you're going to be placing your feet Time to get ready to save getting ready, eh? To start taking this thing seriously. If you have the stomach for it, I'll see you tomorrow.